Hey, and welcome to the very first serious episode of Trying Everything Out. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. We can't keep our composure. It's okay. That's what makes it good. We need this audio to be as raw as hell because we like it raw. Anyways, so today we are with... My name is Nicole Bautista. I'm 16, living in Duncan, BC, or... Um, the pits of hell. Yes. Apparently. Yes. Yeah. And, and currently, it is two twenty p.m., and we are currently at my room, my second room, and I'm really just excited and happy for you to be here. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your your presence. Not much people ask for it, but you're still here. Anyways. I didn't ask. To- it's okay, it's okay, all of us, you and me. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to explain to you what this podcast would be a little bit more about. And it's basically about asking questions, like an interview. Asking questions, what you've done in your experience, mm-hmm. uh, in your life, and the emotions and feelings you've felt during mm-hmm. those times, and the things you wish to do. And that kind of entails questions like... Have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? Of course. What you felt on this part? Why did you feel that way? How long mm-hmm. did it last? And like... <laughs> Come on now! <laughs> Head out of the gutter. And then... Um, I'm also asking about self-love. Like, mm-hmm. have you tried self-love? Have you tried to open an ear to what your heart is saying at night? And if not, then, oh my god, you need help. I'm, listen, I'm too busy sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Real. Anyways. Okay. So, let's start with the question. When did you step foot in Canada? I moved to Canada back in 2015. September 19th. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I thought that Mm -hmm. it was September 20th. 2015 for like a couple of years because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of you know the time zone yeah 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 i traveled back in time um, <laughs> <laughs> what my my flight left september 19th 2015 yeah. and it arrived september 19th 2015 and it was a one-way so mind you that is like Real. 12 hours yeah so it's like yeah it nothing like- nothing like like when you're born in the Philippines by a certain time and you yeah. get here, oh, you, that's you, true. you would that's be true. not born in the day it is here. Oh my god, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. So in Canada, would I be born like November 29th? Yeah. Why? Me too. Because like, like if we celebrate our birthday, the day it is in here in Canada, mm-hmm. it would be a day late. True. Because like that's not when I came out my mom's womb. That's true. <laughs> You feel me? Wait, no. That's that's trippy. That's yeah, trippy. You that are... is trippy. Like, like it's the government. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> weird. That is that, that's honestly weird to think about. Yeah. But um yeah, I moved to Canada back in 2015 September 19th mm-hmm. and I have lived here since and I had I had just gone back this January till uh, till the end of February. So I was there for 5 weeks and it was my first time going back in about 8 and a half years. Oh, damn. oh, whoa, seven and a half. I can't math. That's a pretty long time. It's, it's been quite a while. Okay, so I want to I wanna know then. Because uh, I should probably ask the transition of yourself when you were in the Philippines before you got into Canada and what that looked like when you got to Canada. But I really am curious about 
what how it was when you first when you got back to Philippines after those seven and a half years. Um, it was definitely weird having to see everyone again and having to like re meet everyone in a way. Yeah. Because over like over the past seven and a half years that I haven't gone back, I lost. I would say I lost a lot of my culture, and I had just started True. like speculating it again. Um, these last couple of years. So mm-hmm. I still have a, like a lot of my culture, but I feel like a big chunk has been lost because yeah. of language barriers and having to speak English every day. It's like it's weird because you think like oh like yeah you should be speaking like your language at home, but it's like at the same time we're like you know because when Cause I, I was like yeah. eight, so we were encouraged to like practice it as well. So I would say that the younger that you move to a um, different country, you lose a lot of your, yeah. You lose a lot of your culture a lot quicker mm-hmm. than if you would when you're older. That's why I feel parents never lose their accent yeah. after years and years so of living true. in a foreign that, country. That is like true, because for me, I got here at thirteen years old, mm-hmm. and there was still a pretty good chunk of culture that I know about, and when I got here and explained it to you like hey do you know this hey have you heard this food you were like bitch what the fuck and i'm like girl you whitewash you whitewash good but then i realized you got here early so so like of course you need to you need those cultures to really be tatted Mm -hmm. in your skin otherwise it would erase and you would lose grip but it was really good and nice for you to go back there it it was so nice being back with family again i do my only thing is that i never want to travel with kids again real yeah. ah you told me about I wanted this to, i want to be able to travel the philippines more because while we were there we were only really up in the upper area yeah. and even then we didn't really like go anywhere that much yeah and the entire point of the trip was really just seeing family again so it wasn't like a big travel thing like go here, like vacation go there. yeah it wasn't like a big vacation it was definitely a lot like a meeting yeah it's it was a <laughs> It was kind of like a family reunion Reunions, in a way, yeah. yeah. So it was definitely a lot more family based than vacation based. Yeah. But it was definitely nice to fucking leave the country. I'm sorry. I and you also you you also gotta let them updated in your life too. Like, hey, bitch, yeah. look at me now. Yeah. Look at the bag I got. It was it was <laughs> very weird seeing everyone for the first time I again bet. in seven years. Because mind you, I left when I was, like, a baby. Uh-huh. Like, if you think about it, like, eight-year-olds nowadays, they, like, they look so much older than they are. Yeah, but I was yeah. a baby, man. Yeah. I was a baby when I left. And it's like, you know, they, like, a lot of my, my grandma has missed seven years of my life. Oh, after my raising, after being there for my entire life You're ever great. since I was born. So, it's like... She didn't really get to see the big transition into really me growing up, yeah. you know? Because was... within the seven years that I was here, it was definitely my, like, awakening into today's society. Yeah, Because, yeah. you know, even you know yourself, back, like, back then in the Philippines till now, we are still very behind on a lot of today's technology as well as knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even got wa- fucking working toilets in the Philippines. We, you- bitch, we gotta use a combo. <laughs> right? <laughs> we got no BDs. How, no. how do you flush your toilet in the Philippines? Bitch, uh, we, we splash that water. In water. In we yeah. put water in it. We use, uh, what is it? The plunger. plunger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we fuck that shit like all day oh and night. Oh my god. It takes right? it, like hours Jesus and shit. Jesus Christ. So I am glad that we had like this 
somewhat worth yeah. a toilet. Like we had like a toilet in like inside the house, right? There was one uh-huh. inside the house and then there was one outside. Of course, the one, one inside. inside the house, it had like it was like a proper toilet toilet, but it didn't right. flush. But if it was, it worked like a toilet because if you put too much water in it, it still oh. flushes. But the oh. other toilet, it didn't do that. So I never, I never took a shit in the other fucking toilet, bitch. How'd you know that though? Did you take a shit there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. The inside toilet was the only one I was comfortable shitting in. I'm so sorry. Mm. That was my big That's fucking fear. funny. I, listen, okay. Because what? as a kid, you don't shit in the fucking toilets. You shit in the ground. You wipe your, like, you wash your ass. And then you, like, cover that shit with dirt. Wait, really? Yes. I never did that. I, I lived in the capital city. Oh, yeah. I, I, never, <laughs> I lived in the country, bitch. So, yeah, I would, like. We were, like, in the countryside. Yeah. Bitch. No, my never, dad, we do that I mean, I guess good free yeah. fertilizer for nature. Exactly, then. right? So when I, first time I did take a shit there, my parents got so fucking mad at me. Because I wasn't a little kid anymore. <laughs> And I'm like, where the fuck am I supposed to shit, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, and I don't think we had toilet paper as well, so I'm like, fuck! Oh my god, oh my, my let me tell you something. Yeah? I, I, I was like also grade, uh, not grade eight. What the hell? I was also eight years old that time or nine. I don't know, man. But it was like uh, afternoon, and my whole family just waking up, and my whole family was like in one room. You know how it is the mm-hmm. mattresses, ma- mattresses and cushions on the floor, mm-hmm. and we were sleeping. And I woke up feeling like a bomb is coming coming out of my anus. Like I needed to take a shit, but I was like. You know how there's like you so sleepy you can't stand up yeah. you can't do shit yeah. but you still feel that tension yeah. and it kicks you and it tells you to go like go to go to the fucking yeah. bathroom go take care of it but no I laid in the bed and it came out on it <laughs> and 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 I had and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do I covered it with that pillow <laughs> and I, I went on with my day I went on with my day and what's worse is my mom is next to it. So obviously, <laughs> imagine just waking up, turning a pillow, and seeing Shen. <laughs> I oh no. my god, it was so fucking what the funny. Fuck? And I, I got my ass whooped. She made me clean the whole mattress. She made me scrub that beach. Oh no! That's what I remember at least, and shit was funny. No. So yeah, I love how we just relate on literally shit. <laughs> <laughs> bitch ain't no way no but seriously the philippines was definitely like um, a big experience like going back because we like because you'll feel it too when you go back you are so used to modern society and how things are because canada's so much more advanced you're gonna go back to the philippines and be like how the fuck shit work again you go back to be hand washing your clothes Uh -uh. and shit oh my god and then you have to you, would, you don't have to. You can't throw that shit in the fucking dryer. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta dry hang that in. shit. You gotta hang that shit. You gotta shit. let that shit do its oh, own it's, thing. Oh, it's sunny outside? You go hang it it's over there in the sunny. outside. It's always well, sunny. Well, because obviously we went during the colder season. So oh, it was man. also kind of rainy. Okay. So we have like a little like area where it has like... Um, Sunlight? No, it's like kind of... Um, it's like roofed. So it's like a roofed outside area. So mm-hmm. like when it rains, we can still play and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then... So that's where we hang clothes when it's raining. And if it's not raining, we hang clothes outside mm-hmm. when the sun is out, you know? I that's miss what we those did. days. I it miss was, them. It was so much fun. You know, when I first did my laundry, because my grandparents had a, a laundry washer, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, and I, 
a dryer. Mm-hmm. But I was like uh, washing my little sister's gowns for like a party. So oh, no. I don't think I had to. Uh, don't worry. I oh. didn't put it in the laundry. That's why I was like doing it on my own on the thing where you scrape it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> I, I did all that shit. I did it like four times to make sure it's clean. And then I hung that shit. I was so proud. I was like, fuck yeah. I'm I'm from that countryside, Aggies. <laughs> let me let me hop on my caballo, my horse. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I, yeah. I miss the Philippines so much. It's That's been good. it's already been like damn near two months since I've been back and I Oh it was so That's nice. quick, two months I already. Know. Right? It's, when did you I, my fair? flight my flight was February twenty eighth. Arrived February twenty eighth. So Damn, and it's in the middle of April now. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like what the hell? So it's that's like we're gonna be graduating from. Right? What the fuck? Yo, I shit you not. I shit you not. I felt like I, we were just in middle school, like just yesterday. Like it, oh True. my god! I keep remembering those days oh, at um. Yo, fun fact, you guys. He was the reason why I finished one of my. Wait, why? What did I do? <laughs> I, I remember I texted you. I'm like, yo, did you finish your, like, your math? And you, oh, said, you, yeah. you, uh, you said that you were working on it. And I'm like, shit, I gotta impress the fellow kid because he's still, he's trying uh, to shit. <laughs> so I was up till, like, 11 o'clock. My mom came no home from work way. and I was working on that no shit. <laughs> I feel fired. I shame you. Know, you are the reason why That's I good. finished that math. Uh, that's good that we're <laughs> helping each other out. You didn't even know that. I was, I, I was so proud of that math. Oh, I love that map so much. It's so I, pretty. I genuinely don't remember shit. <laughs> like, all the things that we did there. I just remember my friends, the time that... Uh, the teachers, and that's it. He literally got switched to my class because he was Filipino and I was Filipino. Really? Yeah. Oh, were they like, my, oh, you're gonna my, relate to this girl because she... No. Uh, what's it called? Miss Miss Barton was just like, oh, there's like a Filipino kid. She's lovely. She, was, she said that she was... um. She, uh, I asked if you were... No, she thought that you were an international, so they, uh, I was like, oh, like, you guys should switch them over to my class because I'm Filipino. So they, and they ended up switching you to my class. That class was full of interesting kids that I still know. Oh my and god. Parker, Donovan, and Jeremy. Parker, he's cool. Uh, he I skates. I, yeah. I really admire that. Yeah. Because skating takes, a, yeah. takes fucking I th- time. I think the only person that's really in, still in Cal High to this day is Jeremy in that class. Really? Yeah, Donovan's over at Seville. I think I think Parker might be at Seville as well. I'm not too sure. I don't know. I just see Parker floating around. Really? I have no- not yeah. seen Parker in like. I mean, so not long. in school, but outside. Yeah. yeah, I have not seen Parker in like. So His long. hair color changes like every day. Right? <laughs> it's cute though. But anyways, so that's good. I really like how you. We're fucked up when you got back there. You were like, how does shit work? Like, you didn't know how to use a spoon or a fork, maybe. But that's cool. And I want to continue on yeah, by asking. Hmm? No, I, I want to continue <laughs> on by asking. What things do you want to do in the next future, in the next day, in the next second? Um, tomorrow, bitch, I want to sleep. Period. Later on, I want to eat more priority. food. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um... In the future, I want to be completely honest. I'm not entirely sure yet what I still want to do. Um, last year, I had my eyes set on, uh, what's it called? A guy. No. Oh wait. Well, true. Oh, true. Oh. But no. Uh, last year, I had my eyes maybe set on um, travel photography. I mm-hmm. may or may not try and pursue that. I'm not too sure yet. 
I might also try to get into law as well. Oh no way! I'm gonna commit crime if you are big. If you become a liar, like you're gonna let me pass for Snitches, real. I'm not about to stand on. <laughs> she gonna turn her head. I don't see none. Oh how? Oh, how she doesn't see how none. How do I wanna learn how to become a fucking lawyer? How to get away with murder on Netflix? <laughs> right. I love that show. Right. And Elise, she a queen. Oh she God. walks like she got a Bitch. stool up her ass though, but. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. I love it. Oh my god. Like, I get to learn how to get away with murder? Okay. Yeah. Hide the body. Mm Mm-hmm. Or eat the body. Oh, bitch. This is... We can go to jail. (laughs) Oh my god, you're right. Okay, please, please, pretend you were This is all jokes. This is all jokes. This is all jokes. (laughs) Is it though? Okay, so... I I want to move on to the next question. Okay. What is your favorite thing about yourself? What... What quality or physical future or mindset that really pops out to you and you were I, like, yes, thank you for being here? I would probably say the fact that I'm insightful about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty insightful when it comes to my own actions as well as my emotions. What does insightful mean? Insightful kind of just like means that you're... In, in a way, it's like self-awareness. Okay. Um, so like also, conscious. Yeah, but it's also like a different kind of like way of perceiving like your emotions and stuff mm-hmm. you know um okay let's say you were feeling like some type of way and you're kind of just like uh you're not entirely sure why like being insightful is kind of just like really digging into it and kind of yeah. just finding out it's like knowing yeah it's not entirely knowing why but like at least recognizing made, it. yeah recognizing it. it's really a lot of what recognition as well yeah. so I would say the fact that I'm pretty insightful with myself is a very, very big plus. Yeah, yeah. Because that also means that I am, um, in a way, I guess, self-aware of my own actions. And you're like, you would be continuously improving day by day. Exactly, exactly. So that's good. Um, Downside. I don't do jack fucking shit about it. I'm insightful, but I don't do jack fucking shit about it. You're like, okay, I see your sister, but I'm gonna just stand here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen, it's so bad. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I I was talking about this, and I was just like, I'm I'm insightful about myself, but I don't do jack fucking shit about it. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm too lazy to get the fuck up. Oh my goodness. You. Gotta <laughs> I need to start do this. Doing shit. I need to do this. Nah. You gotta start doing <laughs> I shit. I know. Okay, it's it's giving it's giving. There's the there's the dreamer and then there's the doer. I am I'm definitely the person oh, okay. like uh, I don't know, I'm kinda still trying to really figure myself out as well. We all are, we all are. We all are, yeah. yeah. But in like It's a fun thing to do. Yeah, it it <laughs> honestly is. Um but in my situation I would say that it's like it's definitely um a big mental like block type of thing. It's it's not just a like, oh, I don't wanna do anything about it. Like I don't know, like, with me, sometimes my brain goes, if I know that I can't do something, I don't do it. Oh, like, I know that. I, like, you stop like, yourself before you could even... No, it's, um, it's more of a... Okay, let's say in basketball, I pray to God that my coach does not hear this. Um, when I know that I'm not good at something, or when I know that I can't do something, I don't do it. Like, you make excuses for it? I... No, it's not that I make excuses for it, I just don't do it. It's like... It's like I feel like I have to be like a scent. Like, uh, yeah, yeah like you standard. believe it yourself. It's no, it's not that. Like it's like okay, I fucking cannot do layups for shit, let alone do a hand left hand layup. So whenever we're doing the drills, I just don't do the left hand layup, which doesn't help me 
in the long run because that's it's true. not helping me and it's not letting me improve and that's what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. by like oh I don't do anything about it I avoid doing things that I don't know how to do to feel I guess in a way a lot uh, better about myself because I keep doing the things that I know how to do yeah. you know but really in the long run it's it's not helpful and this is something that I've known about myself for a while and it's something that I am starting to work on that's good um so I would say being very insightful about yourself is really good. Can I ask how you work on it? Um, what do you do? I would say it's definitely a lot about confrontation and trying to like really just push myself. To like do baby things. steps, of course. Yeah, of course, baby <clears throat> steps. Um, I would say that it's... I try to remind myself that I really don't have to like... Go and dive into yeah. Like, there's shit no right pressure. Away. Nobody telling you how to exactly. do it. Exactly. There's it, it's not. Your own I don't pace. have to like keep like know how to do stuff. It's okay if I don't know how to do some stuff. Yeah. It's it's a learning process. It is. It'll always be a learning process, and that's why you I view things a certain way, and it it's the way I try to work on the things that I don't know how to do is obviously by practicing it. Mm-hmm. Preferably when someone isn't there and that's how I like... I don't know. I guess in a way, whenever I don't know how to do something, I get ashamed of the fact that I don't know how to do it. But it's kind of just having... Me working on it is kind of just trying to work on the mentality mentality like it's okay yeah. and this is and that's why you're practicing it. Yeah. You know? And that's why I like don't want to do certain things. In life. I see. And it's 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 kind of sad because then that stops me for from doing the things that I want to do, you know, but um, it's kind of just forcing myself to do it along the way and having and surrounding myself with people who wants to help me yeah. and helps me get through yeah. the shit, you know, um, kind of just reminding <clears throat> me that it's OK and that. Then and that they're reminding me that I like did my best and that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, you know what Caesar's Caesar's grandmother says, if you do your best, you get out. Uh, of the told way. you, <laughs> that's the best you could do. Exactly. And oh, bitch, like... open arms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but wait. I am really in love with the way you tell yourself that it's okay. We're taking baby steps and that it's a learning thing. Mm-hmm. And you don't gotta like rush it. There's no deadline. Nobody's telling you how to do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. There's no rules, yeah, and it's really no. It's it's in your pace. You could do it however fast you want, mm-hmm. however little, however much you want. But I do also feel that way for myself too. Like I'm also a little bit of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do this right. Oh shit, gotta impress people, mm-hmm. and that kind of puts a lot of pressure for me too. Yeah. Like, I can't just keep juggling everybody's thoughts mm-hmm. into something I do to make it pleasable for everyone mm-hmm. that I know. But see, I'm starting to grow out of that. I'm trying to do things that are out of, are out of my comfort zone. Exactly. Like this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's it feels good to really just enjoy the time that I am here on the earth. Because mm-hmm. it could be taken away. And At any given moment. Exactly. Like, you could kill me right now. <laughs> Um, like, yeah, right. I have nothing to do. I have plans later today, oh. and I don't have time to hide the body. Oh, it's a good <laughs> practice for being a lawyer. But yeah, anyways, it's it's definitely this podcast. I would say is a step for you, kind of like putting yourself out yeah. there. Um, there's a lot of things like this podcast. I see will help 
a lot of people. Yeah. In, I hope it's in ways, Yeah, it's in ways that they don't know that they could be helped. Because initially what you're trying to do with this podcast is trying to get everyone's life experiences and then seeing how they dealt with it and seeing how they overcome with it yeah. to give other people ideas yeah. on how they could overcome their own problems exactly. in similar situations, which is great. And it's a very good thing to have that we need more of in this world. Yeah, we don't need more you. podcasts talking about random fucking shit. Um, am I the asshole for kicking out my child for having sex with his mom or whatever the fuck? You know, like those things on Reddit that's like, am I the asshole? We don't need oh, more of that shit. We yeah, need yeah, more that. positive podcasts that talk yeah. about life experiences and how to get through certain things. Yeah. There are many, many ways to cope with problems. And everyone's coping mechanism will be different. Yeah. It can, it can be self-harm. It can be opening up to someone. But... People who do self-harm, they need to know that there are better ways to do that. And the thing is with people who self-harm, you can't tell them not to self-harm. True, true, true. You cannot stop them from doing something that helps them get through that stuff. Because we don't know what they went through. Exactly. We will. Something that I always say to someone whenever I'm trying to help them is, how can I help? And whenever I do... Okay, I never try and say... Like, I always try to stop myself from saying, I understand. I... I can say I partially understand how you feel, but I will never fully understand how you feel because I've never been in your shoes. I've never really thought of that that way. I've, that's why I've, I can't remember where I saw it, but, um, but I saw this thing where it's like you, where it told, it said that like, you'll never understand how someone feels because you've never been in their shoes. Yeah. Because everyone feels different emotions and different things, whether they're similar situations or not. Yeah. Which is why I have stopped saying that I understand and like i know how you feel which is because if you look at like movies and situations and stuff whenever someone says i understand the common response is no you don't Mm -hmm. because it's true they don't know how you felt in that moment only you do which is why i have stopped saying that and if you're unsure of how to help someone then ask you're you don't know how to help you could just say, like, hey, like, if you just need me to listen, yeah, I'm here. That's what I try to do. I'm, exactly. I, I let them know that I'm here. I got open mm-hmm. arms, open ears, open legs, too. If, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> but it's just listening to someone's problems is very helpful. Yeah. Like, it's very helpful. And all they, most of the time, all people want is to be heard. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. really, it's really nice in the chest to just drop the weight exactly. of words that yeah. you carry every day and um that's why whenever if you guys are unsure of how to help someone just say how can i help yeah you'll never know how you can help you can't try and guess you can try and guess how you could help but you'll never really know what that person needs if that person needs True. a hug, it's all you need. You'll never know how a person feels. You'll never know what a person's thinking. So just those words, just how can I help, is really helpful. You can't, you can't, and you also got to remember that people can't read your mind as well, which is if you're the person be needing help in that position, you saying that you they can't do anything, trying to divert them away like from the situation and push them away that's on you 
You decided not to take the help, and that's not on them. You cannot blame a person trying to help by uh, for denying the help that they offered you. And, you know, if, if all you want is to be alone in that moment, then just say, I would like some time to calm down. It's really important. Uh, communication very, and, very and letting the other end understand what is exactly. going on. You can't just shove them away, close the door. They wouldn't know. They would get stressed. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're giving them... Exactly. Like, you are putting a lot more pressure on them. Yeah. yeah. Which is... So, in relationships, this, is, this applies for everything, for every relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend, parents... Like as every relationship there is in mm-hmm. the world, communication is a big thing. It is when you're in the heat of the moment, your brain, like when you're arguing and whatnot, and you start screaming, your brain, like your th- the uh, my counselor told me this. He he told me that your thinking side of your brain shuts down when you start stressing out and like getting mad and whatnot. So your brain shuts down, and the part of your brain that is now in charge is your uh, fight flight or freeze part of your brain so those Mm -hmm. are your only reflex that these are now your only responses which means if you fight you are then yelling back because you feel like you are not heard there is a thing where i saw that apparently when a guy when a female yells it's because they aren't feeling hurt but when a guy yells it's because they feel like they're not being obeyed anyways that's a different topic for another day Mm, um my good right uh but whenever you're in the heat of the moment just walk away it is a very very hard thing to do in the heat of the moment but if you have a good enough relationship with someone and this will help better your relationship and make things stronger just say like hey i'm starting to get mad i don't want to argue so i'm gonna walk away i'm gonna take a walk outside exactly (laughs) just take a breather and come back when you two are both calm and when both parties can just sit down and talk yeah because one conversation is all you need to fix everything yeah it's it's so easy and now i have issues with my parents i'm not we don't have the best relationship and all i've needed for them till this day is just to have a conversation with me and to just listen to what i have to say and my feelings because with parents, obviously, in their point of view, they think that you're doing everything that's best for you. But at the same time, they don't know you. Real, they, 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 they put know. the standards themselves of exactly. what they think you it's, should be doing. And then they're really, parents are very <clears throat> caught up in the future and shaping you for the future. But trust me, you probably don't even need school to like fucking get into whatever the fuck you want. Listen, yeah, you, you really don't. You really don't like my connections, bitch. Connections. My fucking barber learned how to cut his hair with from through YouTube. See, like bitch. he he got a fucking what is it called a diploma on or whatever it's it is a certificate, mm-hmm. and he's been doing he's been a barber for two years. It's it started because of COVID, but yeah, that it's, shit, it's he really, learned. Yeah, it's it's. I'll tell you right now, connections yeah connections is a really big and being resourceful too exactly so um just trying not to get caught up in anyone else's um expectations really and i also feel like for parents they're too stuck in back in the days like their timelines like 
their methods of parenting are really, really they're still very old and they're very old fashioned. Very old fashioned, absolutely. Yeah. But we also got to take into consideration that we are changing fast. We are, we are constantly yeah. changing all day, every day at a sudden rate. That's true. Just, just forty years ago, they didn't have phones. Well, not you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, didn't have digital that. phones and stuff. Not like the ones we have today that we're used to. We didn't. This this wasn't. They aren't used to this. They aren't used to society, mm-hmm. whatsoever. They're not. They haven't adjusted, and honestly, it's gonna take fucking years for them to adjust. Yeah, because all their life they've been in the old-fashioned yeah. way, surrounded by oh, it yeah. every day and night. Exactly. So it's very hard for them to adjust, which is something that I also always try to take into consideration. I never really thought of that. Yeah, it's it's um I know me personally, I don't always take it into consideration because um respect goes fucking listen. Don't fucking let yourself dis- get disrespected by fucking anyone. Like literally anyone. I don't give a fuck. Your parents are disrespecting you and they expect you to respect them back. You can give them a degree of fucking respect. Bitch, but I you did are that. not but you are not obligated that. to take the disrespect from your fucking parents. You're okay? right. Let me tell you what I did, though. My dad just called me and I said, hey, mom. Mm. It, that's it. It's so simple. And he got, I know he got hurt. Because before that, days before that, I have never spoken a word to him. Because I, we live in the same roof. We never talk. It's funny. But mm. recently, we, we, we in the vibe now. We in the group. <laughs> But it it was because he still didn't like that I was gay. It it was because he was having yeah. a hard time. He still loves me. He works really hard every day and even at night. He, it was just really hard for him to accept. That's why I didn't say anything. Because what am I supposed to say? Mm-hmm. So whenever I leave the house to go to school, I never said goodbye. Mm-hmm. When I come home, I don't say shit. Mm-hmm. I go in my room. When he comes home... I look at him and then I go in my room because like I don't want to be in your space. Mm-hmm. And then one time, he asked me for something and I was just like, "Yes, mom," because like I always talk to my yeah. mother during oh. those times. So he was probably hurt, oh. and that's when he started to actually be in the group with me now. Mm-hmm. So I guess in a way, I feel sad and bad that. I mean, it wasn't even intentional. Mm-hmm. It just came out. Yeah, like, hey, mom. Yeah. And that shit, I know it hurt him. But yeah. it's still, it's really, I need him to accept me for who I am. Because otherwise, nothing would happen. I wouldn't change for you. Exactly. I wouldn't change for nobody. Exactly. Like, yeah. And that's what happened. And, yeah, I disrespected him. And... He well, okay, I would say that's not entirely, like, disrespecting him. It was I just mean, a, for the part where I didn't speak to him. Yeah, true. Um, but that being said, it's like, you're, you really need your parents to be involved in your life, especially when they're in your life, because Real. You, you really do get a lot of your teachings from them. They can say that we didn't teach you this, yada, yada, yada. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. I never uh-huh. raised a gay son. Sure. Like. Okay, anyways. But they cannot expect you to turn out how they want you to be. 
Yeah, because, because they are not you. They cannot live their life through you, and don't let them take over your fucking yeah. life. And not everything goes the how you want it you to be. Exactly. Oh my god. Oh my god. They be telling us this shit, and I'm like, well, bitch, apply it to yourself first, and maybe I'll listen. The like, <laughs> right? It's and it's oh my like. God. Another thing is, my inner child isn't entirely fully healed. It's definitely starting to heal now. That's good. But it's a big chunk of it and a big thing that I'm missing is an apology from my parents. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I've, it's like... I've it's, always been wanting that. Yeah. And it's, and it's not even just like an apology for the past. I just want a simple, genuine sorry, man. And that you will try better and you'll yeah. actually listen. And it's like the worst part is my parents are like, we've tried everything with you. Like, we give up. They and it's like... They, they don't try hard. They don't... They haven't tried enough. They if, if if you tried everything, then you would have tried listening to me. You would have tried considering my emotions. Yeah. And it's like they don't. And it's like, well, you, well, can't, you can't say, say that. You can't say that. <laughs> you you can't say it. Like we've been trying to help you. The worst part is, is that I literally tell my parents how I could be a better child and how they could help me become better, and they and and they don't fucking listen to it. And I'm like, well, fucking shit. Yeah, and whenever they do something, it's always us to come back to them first. And it's like, fuck. How, like, why is it, why do, like, I, like, we understand that you have absolutely sacrificed us, everything for us. You guys go to work for us. But at the same fucking time, did we ask you to? Exactly. I'm so sorry. This is literally, uh, uh, streets. you, you literally, you signed up for this shit. (laughs) <laughs> you decided to fuck and have kids. Whose fault is that? Like, the and you could have put fuck? me in adoption. You could have had an adoption. Right? You were young. Bitch, you can fucking disown me right now. You hate me that fucking much. Well, fucking shit. Yeah, it's, it's like. It's, it's their responsibility to adjust within themselves and not, exactly. and not fuck with us. We can't. They, we can't we can't adjust to them. Yeah. Because we are constantly adjusting to society. And we're still learning and about then, ourselves. Exactly. And we can't move ourselves back from where we are now to how it was back then. It's yeah, like, you want me to walk through a mountain hurts. to go to school? <laughs> right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like, oh my lord. It's the simplest fucking shit can be fixed with just one fucking conversation and they can't have that to save themselves they really fucking can't it's always their way or the fuck it's or no way and i'm like it goes back to their parents and the parents of their parents and it's like and i i fucking hate this fucking phrase like i hate the phrase the abused becomes the abuser i hate that and i'm gonna do my fucking that's my first time hearing it no it's fucking disgusting it's nasty and it's um and it's something that i pray to god that doesn't happen with my kids a lot of i am i can see that i'm going to be like mad and i could like yell at my kids every now and then but i'm obviously gonna do you will always show your affection at the end of the day oh yeah but the the thing the the only difference with me and my parents that's gonna happen is that i want to be i want my kids to be able to trust me listen i'm gonna be the cool mom and i want to know all the fucking tea that's going Mm -hmm, on in their life mm -hmm. and then it's like I will if if we are in public. I want to be able to have their back and then kind of just like correct them. In yeah, private. like that. That goes with every relationship. Yeah, yeah. Always have someone's back in public and then correct them in private. You don't need to fucking yell at them in private in public and embarrass them. No, fuck no. Them. That's because like you guys have a disconnection. Exactly. Nobody else knows about, it and you can't break that. 
you can't you can't embarrass someone in fear especially if you're trying to help them it's just not how shit works even if they wrong you side with them yeah it's mm-hmm. it's like if you know that they're wrong you don't need to fucking point it out to everyone you, yeah you could tell them in private and then probably fix the whole entire thing yeah, you know, and, and we could fight on our own. Exactly. Like, can... bitch, you know, you know where you fucking did this. <laughs> like, it's like, there's, there's, there's always going to be one way or another, and there will never entirely be right or wrong. There's always going to be two sides of the story, right. two different perspectives. Yeah. They could be in the fucking entire wrong in the first place. Okay, help them realize it. You don't need to fucking yell at them. My fucking parents are constantly yelling at my brother. And yeah, I fucking yell at him too, but at the same time, it's like, Whenever I see him, see them yell at him, I'm like, for fuck's sake, just have a conversation with him. Yeah, they always press on the gas. Just fucking, just like, calm the fuck down, have a normal, civilized fucking conversation without this having to turn into World War fucking 2. My God. And just talk. Civil War. You need to, you, literally, (laughs) you need to, you can't yell at kids and expect them to fucking listen violence is and it's not Since always they're also kids yeah we're, just it's kids. Like, we're just kids we their way of parenting and the way that they were raised is scare them so that they're scared of you and they'll always listen that doesn't fucking work yeah and they're gonna not think they're like a star they're the best no. parent ever oh, good god you literally just My taught god. your so- child to be the most deceiving you literally just lying bitch them with yeah. a boat. it's it's like okay well you fucking are strict with your kids you don't fucking listen to what the fuck they say and you really think they're gonna listen to you no you are putting in fear and you are portraying a like character of yourself that you probably don't even see yeah you gotta speak the language of your listener for them to listen to you it's like my brother's fucking five like he is he's turning so i thought he was like seven or six no i like i remember like he was always like he would while we were in the philippines he would not fucking get off his fucking gadgets for health sake he would not fucking listen i would get fucking pissed i would get so bad and so would they, so would they, and I remember, I'm like, I pulled him aside one night, I was supposed to take him a shower, I'm like, sit down, and I want to talk to him, I want you to look oh. me in the eyes, I'm like, hey, this is how much time we have in the Philippines, Big and this is moment. how many, and this is how long, this is how many days we might not be coming back for, and I believe it was like, 1,825 days or something, and I'm like, we only have really 27 days, I was, I was like, this is how long we have, and this is how long we won't be coming back for I'm like, you need to cherish the time that you have right now with your family because it will be years before you see them again. And I'm like, we I'll give you 30 minutes of gadget time and then I want you to go spend time with your family and go spend time with your friends who you won't see for a while. And you know what? Bitch, it was effective. You're it worked. A good it sister. fucking worked. They kept on fucking I'm... yelling at him. He cried. I felt bad. I comfort him. They're like, don't comfort him or else you'll have a big head. I, bitch i'm sure as fuck he's really lucky to have it's, you it's like oh my god i would rather this kid grow up with a big fucking head like yes tough love i can teach him how to be fucking tough but i don't need to teach him so fucking young true and it's not always all tough and less, less love right it's like oh, you gotta balance it out girl yin and yin like can y'all can y'all just not like be nice for once yeah. like can you not fucking yell at the kid like god 
It's so easy. Just talk to the kid. You don't gotta like. You don't have to portray yourself so fucking harshly. Yeah, that's. And it's like, and you know what? And because of the way they portrayed themselves towards me, because of the way that they were harsh, I became the person I am today. I am, I am rebellious against them. True. Their actions towards me are like my, the way I act towards them is literally their fucking consequence in the way they fucking treated me it's a mirror it's it's like you you're like where the fuck did this come from we didn't teach her to be like this and it hurts so much when they say that it's like Like it's on you girl like you did this it was all them but it's society contributed but they were they they society was the spark they were the fuel they fed the fire Mm. quite literally and then it it's now a big fucking flame and now it's spreading actually no it's not because it's only you're trying them. to put it's it really bad. out though and everyone's just like oh yeah i want a guy or girl who treats their parents right and i'm like yeah i treat my fucking parents right bitch they i treat them the way that they should be treated yes yeah, they yeah. sacrificed a shit ton for me but at the same time i didn't ask for them to sacrifice jack fucking shit yeah i don't like i would rather us be fucking poor and feel the love from my parents I'd rather us be fucking homeless and feel the love from my parents. All we fucking needed was love. I didn't need them to be so fucking tough. I didn't have to grow up so fucking quick. None of these kids, none of these fucking teenagers should fucking know what fucking heartbreak was until they were fucking 20. We we grow up too fucking young. I still remember crying at the fact that I feel like my childhood was cut short. It was... As sad as I am about it, I'm glad. I'm very glad, and I'm very grateful for the experience and knowledge that I have today. But I just wish, I just wish it was pushed ahead, pushed further into my future. I don't want to know this shit. I don't want to have the knowledge I do now. I don't. As much as I do, I don't. I want to be a kid. I want to be running around, being Aww. free. I don't want to be. I don't want to be held fucking captive in a fucking room. I don't want to. I want to be able to trust my parents. I want to be able to give them hugs. I want to be able to hear the words "I love you" without and "I'm sorry" without them having to feel so fucking weak. Parents, like especially strict parents and Asian parents. No, well, no. This fucking applies to every parent out there who's like, who feels that they have to be right all the time. You don't have to be right all the time. You really don't. No, they don't. We, the words "I'm sorry" doesn't make you. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't. It doesn't portray that you are bowing down to us. My mom has literally said, "I'm not gonna say I'm sorry to you, or I'm not gonna listen to you because I don't want to bow down to you." The words. All I needed to hear was "I'm sorry," and she thought that that was bowing down to me bowing down to me good fucking lord yay i'm the queen of fucking everything and i can't get the one fucking thing i want in this fucking life the one thing that i've always fucking asked for as a fucking kid and the one thing i just need as a kid and that was love from them i i don't fucking buy me shit i don't need you to buy me a phone i don't i don't care you don't need to buy me new clothes i want you to physically show your love to me I don't like I need you to emotionally shower me with love. I need yeah. I need to see what love is. Love is not what my parents fucking have. It's yeah. not love is what my dad has for my mom. But for fuck's sake, 
really saying that you would divorce you would have divorced my fucking dad if she didn't have another fucking child that is just immature and the fact that i have oh knowledge knowledge about the fact that all we need is to have a civilized conversation where we take each other's uh feelings into consideration yeah, yeah. would fix everything and she can't even do that as a fucking adult oh i'm God. so sorry but as someone who's 16 wanting to just have a civilized conversation with their mom who is fucking 50 that is fucking sad that, that is, is pathetic crazy. that's pathetic my mom's like oh you think you're so smart and i'm like i may not be fucking smart at school but i shit i'm gonna be a parent better parent than you will fucking ever were yeah. to me i don't want my fucking kids going through whatever the fuck i went through as much as i want them to have that knowledge i will tell them that they can learn at their own fucking pace but i want them to know what the fuck it feels like to be loved by a parent i don't yeah. want them to feel like i don't i don't want them to view me as a monster and as someone who is trying to get in their way i'm gonna let my kids do whatever i'm gonna i might set some things here and there I'm not, I'm not gonna allow them to do certain things but i'm not going to push it on them in a way that they're not gonna listen you know yeah. so it's like okay well my parents are gonna be my parents they're not gonna fucking change and i'm not gonna change for them i'm gonna change for myself period as i'm fucking shit they don't they don't i don't give a fuck if they think that i'm not changing for the better if i like myself the way i am if i am happier it's valid. It's, it's if i am be if i'm better and they don't like the way I am when I'm feeling better, then that's fucking on them. Yeah, so what? It's your problem, not mine. It's like, I get that they're my parents. I fucking hate that line. But they're your parents. But they're your family. But they're blood. So fucking what if they're blood? The only fucking thing we share is blood, face, last name. That does not define who the fuck I am. They do not define who the fuck I am. My past does not define who the fuck I am. I define who I am. Real. And I will have many definitions to myself for various multiple fucking people. Yeah. And my parents can view me as a fucking monster if they fucking want to. But if I'm fucking happy, that's all I fucking need to be. I Anyone can view me as a negative person. But as long as I like myself, as long as I have even just the slightest love for myself as long as i'm not caring about their fucking opinion so much to the point where i fucking am crying every fucking night i think good. i'm fine i think you're a growing garden you water yourself yeah, day and night you you let the sun feed on you i think that you're just full of different kinds of flowers on different kind of angles and I love that. So are you. You are definitely... You're my fertilizer, bitch. Oh, bitch. Did I shit on you, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you did not. You did not. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, I my God. I fucking love that. No, but I definitely... You, if it weren't for you, I That's definitely good. wouldn't have grown in the way that I'm I just... do. And if... You definitely have helped me grow a lot um within the past few fucking years you and miona are the only two fucking people that i've ever ran to and cried to i'm really fucking glad that i i was able to contribute and help even just for a little time even if we're gonna not be friends anymore soon or later i'm so glad to be bitch, a part I'm of your book have open arms to you. Fucking we too, don't fucking bitch. talk for, fucking, for fucking 20 years Mm-mm. i get a phone call Mm-mm. bitch it's hot we pulling up talk. i'm booking I'm like, the flight let's i'm go. booking the let's flight go. <laughs> it's, oh it's, my god but yeah, I'm just really glad 
I was able to help you, and I'm really glad that you're also able to mm-hmm. open up things in my heart that I don't look at, and perspective that I'm able to look through. And from now, I'm going to be able to use those for the better, and to also facilitate that to other people. And I'm I hope that like the way thing people view certain things also changes. Um, don't view yourself a different way though, unless you want to. You are not yourself. You're not. You're never gonna know who the fuck you are. You're, True. There's always people, something. There, there will always be something that you feel is missing. Um, you identify by your name and how you look, but really, who you are is on the inside. True. I, I feel like you, we're just all souls. We all put on masks for certain people and for certain friend groups. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. It's very true. That is true. And. Um, the people who stick around for the longest will know who the fuck you are. They are the people who will help you through your shit, and they are the only ones who will really truly know who you are. If they've been there for, like, your deepest fucking shit, then that's great. Um, and I also would say, my aunt, I would say my aunt has a point. Your real friends will always also help you go on the right path. They're... They might let you do dumb shit. That you might do dumb shit with them, but, but if you're to really to if if you're really doing some dumb shit, they they may or may not. They'll they'll probably stop you. Bitch, listen. If you ever see me, by go text J specifically J. Actually, no. There's so many J names. I can't keep, <laughs> I can't keep track. There's... No, actually, no. I'm not gonna say that because I do like to keep in touch with my parents. Um, wait, 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 wait. Since you brought that, really since you brought that up, are you telling me that you're thinking of? No. Okay, better not be. Better no, no, not no. be. Better not be. I would. Okay, when I okay, I kind of am at the same time. I am definitely kind of like thinking of maybe texting Jay and be like, "Yo, like I fucking did it, man." Like I think, like I think I've like actually found him, and I'm like genuinely fucking happy. I'm really and, fucking like, happy that you did for the first time in like fucking years. I don't know. There's just something about Jay that I always just want to update him about, like, how things are going. Because Jay was one of the only people that I've really felt, like, very comfortable sharing anything with. Quite literally anything. Um, oh. Up until now, obviously. But, um, but I, like, if I were to tell him, like, yo, I fucking did it. Like, I know damn well that he'd, he'd be proud of me. And I'm, I'm proud of him as well. Nice. He's, he's doing so much better in That's life good. compared to, like, before... And we've just both grown up a crap ton. I mean, good God, I was. And there's still uh, we more were, to grow to. Right? There's. We were such fucking My kids God. when we first were together, and it's like good, like damn, it's been that fucking long. It's like it's only been a couple of years, but Jesus Christ, have a lot of people like grown from like such tiny seeds. There's a lot of growing that's been going on within our yeah. generation, a crap ton, and it's. It's. I love looking over everyone and knowing that they all have their own problems and knowing that they're still here, and knowing that they're still pushing through. And they're trying shit and to make trying, it better. And they're they're doing their best. And it's, it's bitch. We're it's yeah. We're shout out world. to all of y'all. Exactly, bitch. I'm you glad you're need here. To get, give yourself credit for the mm-hmm. shit that you give do. Give yourself a pat on the back. Exactly. I'm happy you guys, you're here with us. We're all proud of you. Like me and Hans, we. We've all had our shit, like our bag of fucking shit, right? No, you have your bed of shit. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness. No, oh my but goodness. we've all had 
our negative stuff happen in our lives. And you know what? Don't let that bring you down. You can if heartbreaks, heartaches, whatever the fuck, deaths of loved ones, grief, grieve them for a little bit, but also move on from it. Well, I wouldn't say, I guess, yeah, move on from it. But I, what I'm trying to say is learn something, learn, take their life, take those relationships as a lesson and apply them to your future. Yeah. You you are not always going to be a perfect person. True. And it's like don't just be grateful for the time that you had with the person. You yeah. can grieve about them. Just give Wish yourself them some best. time. Exactly. But then just just have gratitude. Because not everyone gets it. Not, not me, bitch. Not me. <laughs> you just you you gotta just have gratitude for the things and for the time that you've had with yeah. people in your life. May it may have that person died or may have, you have broken up with that person. Um, you, it's like, I don't know. I would say that's a very very good thing to have and to be able to have gratitude for the things and times that you've had in your life. Now I've been in many fucking relationships all within the past couple of years. And trust me, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right fucking now. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's really not. Yeah. Be in a lot of... You can go in a fucking lot of relationships. If you're a fucking teenager, it, this is the fuck, best fucking time. Listen, fuck it's the want. best fucking time fuck to fuck all around. You want. Fuck this is, all you want. Listen, literally the teenager phase is the I can't best wait. part. I only have two years left. Time. I'm scared. Right? This and is your best time to fucking... <laughs> It's your best time to explore, to learn about yourself. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, that transition between 17 and 18, you're like, shit, you felt fucking I legal. Know. You are now young. I know. You are now a young adult. You are considered a young adult. And I'll tell you right now, the, the um, bridge and the transition going from 19 to 20 is so much bigger. Because you're no longer a teen. You lose that teen yeah. title, you know? You lose that Damn title. It. And then you're in the 20s. And now you're like, shit, as soon as you hit 20, you're like, now I got to have to get my life together. Yeah, because you don't get the time that you had no. before. Well, no, it's like you still do, but it's like, but it's like, okay, think about it. Like you're 19, right? You're still fucking around. You're still doing whatever the fuck you want. But then now you're 20. I feel like when I fucking turn 20, I feel like, yo. You got to get yeah, shit. You got to like, do taxes. Exactly. I mean, you kind of do taxes no, right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. But like, but like, you got to be for real now. No, like, you got to like, now you're just more serious about life. Yeah, like, no time fucking around shit. Like, no. if you want to be with me, be with me. Yeah, no, it's like, 20 is like when you really start getting your life together. When, when you're like a lot more serious about the things in your life. And when you're like a lot more work-based 19 and 18 is like yay i get to fuck around for a while you know i get to be an adult i get to be able to do the shit that i wasn't able to do well that i did when i was a teenager but legally but now you're 20 and it's like now i'm gonna be caught up in work and uni and school i would say i don't know it's weird yeah Thank you so much for your time. That shit was a roller coaster. <laughs> lots of laughs, lots of cries, tears shed. <laughs> Bitch, uh, thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for coming through. Of course. And just, oh my god, thank you. Thank of you. Course. Just thank you. And thank you for everybody who listened through all that shit. I hope you got something from it. I hope you reflected something on it from your life. And I hope that you take that step forward to ask your parents 
to sit down, have a civilized, good conversation, just really trying to understand mm-hmm. their feelings and your feelings too, and just let them know how you really feel about certain things because sometimes they don't know anything. They you they can't read your mind. No, they can't. And this goes for everyone. Like no one can read your mind. The only yeah. way for the person to know and for you to know is if you talk to them Speak. and if you ask if you ask from the vocal cords exactly you you have a voice and if they don't listen that's not your fault true if, at least you tried at least you tried and that's the big thing um so if if, it, if things don't work out the way that you hoped it would just because you talked to someone or your parents trying to fix things that doesn't mean it's the end of the world for you mm. the don't give yourself a pat, a pat on the like back. Like work around that. Work around Adapt. That, yeah. Evolve. Exactly. Get better. Exactly.